Hi, and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I'm Donovan D'Souza from The Long Ways Better. And I'm Mark Pybus from The Life of Pi. Welcome to episode 39. Today we have a very special guest in. Um, first time on the pod, I think. It's Alyssa D'Souza. Uh, I think it's more like fourth time? Five, six, five, six, five, five, At least three. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the very popular third member of Real Trail Talk. Um, welcome to your own home, Alyssa. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the reason we have Alyssa back is, once again, we are discussing a The Long Ways Better adventure and the Calberry area. So you guys have actually been here a few times now, so it's not just one trip that we're discussing. Yeah, so we've done three trips up this way in the last two years three years three years three years um calberry national park is a great national park i put it in my top five for the state and it's one that if you like bushwalking there's a lot to do uh, well let's start with the basics um for those that don't know where is calberry in relation to everything else so it's about a six six and a half hour drive from perth so it's a little bit further than albany or you know like the margaret river area not as far as Esperance, but an easy way to do it would be to drive to Geraldton on the, the night, on a Friday night. You could drive in the morning to Calberry and then drive back on a Sunday or a Monday for a long weekend. So it's probably just just at the still doable end of a long weekend trip. But However, we have crammed it in as a just working week yeah. weekend so, where we left on a Friday night, got there at 11 p.m., wow. <laughs> got up early did our thing hiking all weekend and left on a Sunday afternoon. Yes, wow. starting mo- work on mo- Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I probably, I think if you're keen, you can do <laughs> you're that. You're definitely saying you were keen. <laughs> I was keen. Um, but, yeah, I think it probably is more of a long weekend thing. But it, it is probably, I think, uh, at, at the extent of what is doable as a long weekend trip or a weekend trip, I think any further than that and it starts becoming un you know, unachievable. Yep. Yeah. And as we're about to discuss, there's quite a lot there to do. So it's not like you're going to fit it into just one week. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. All right. So we may as well start at the beginning. Um, we're going to do some of the coastal trails first. So I believe we have the Bagurda Trail. Yeah. So I, I guess one of the things that's important for people who, if they don't know about Calberry, is that it's almost two parks in one. There's a coastal section and then an inland gorge section. So if you like coastal walks, then you're catered for. And if you like gorge walks, you're also catered for. Um, and the Bigurda Trail is probably the best of the coastal it walks. It was stunning. Mm. You're just kind of walking along these coastal cliffs the whole time and just getting these beautiful views. And we were really lucky. I, I consider lucky that we had a really dramatic kind of thunder, rainstorm kind of weather. So for me, I thought that was actually quite beautiful against the, the greys, against the golden orange mm. cliffs mm. Mm. yeah because often people are like oh you got great sunny weather and mm. sometimes sunny weather just looks really boring yeah, <laughs> yes. or it becomes really glary whereas yeah. this kind of you got to really appreciate the kind of depth of texture and color and yeah. yeah like there's a photo that i have of an area that's called the grandstand there and that's probably one of i consider that one of the the iconic the long ways better photos mm. um and it's yeah it's stunning i think if for people who have been to, I think, like to Royal National Park in New South Wales, it looks a lot like those sort of cliffs that they have there, but redder. So these are, you know, they're sandstone cliffs, 
but they're basically, a, as far as I know, that they're, they're sandstone that's washed down from inland because the, the Murchison River starts near Karajini Way. So you're getting that sand that's washed down from there. Um, and everything has this red color. So it has this outback kind of quality, even though it's technically in the, the Southwest Land Division still. Mm. It reminds me a bit of the Twelve Apostles as yeah. well, kind of in yeah. its shape and texture. Hmm. That kind of banded lines mm. kind of look, yeah. yeah. So if you're familiar with coastal walking in southwest WA, it's going to be a bit foreign when you get there. Very different looking, yeah. Because yeah. where in the in the south we've got more granite and um, granitic gneiss formations, <laughs> uh, and I think we have a little bit of dolerite as well. But you don't see these kind of sandstone formations as commonly in, in the south of Western Australia. Mm. And what was the highlight of this trail? I think the grandstands might Yeah, favorite. the ending. So I, the, the, where we started and ended, as far as I remember, we did it one way. Yes. So I had a bike that we ah, parked. I was like, how did we get back now that <laughs> yeah. I think of it? That doesn't make sense. But I remember for me, being the person that just walked one way, yeah. it was the end. It was the grandstand that you walked to, that kind of rock formation. But yeah, then you would have... Hopped on a bike and cycled, yeah. cycled all the way back to the car and came and picked me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what distances are we talking here? One so way. I think it's seven k's one way. So you know it's doable as a return trip, but I thought about it and went, no, I think it'd be easier if we just cycled back. Yeah. I think we also left this for the afternoon, and just in case the weather got bad as well. Yeah, we that's kept it true. as a one way. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fantastic walk. There's a lot of different features that are all named along that coastline. And yeah, it's 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 stunning and, and very different to the southwest, which makes it, I think, a unique walk. And mm. from what I remember, a fairly easy track to follow and to kind to just of... just walk, it was To easy. just keep up with, yeah. It wasn't kind of... I wouldn't grade it as a high level of fitness needed at all. Yeah, but a, a very rewarding for low output. Like Definitely. it's not a hard one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And moving on, so, so we've got Mushroom Rock, um, not quite as good as the Bogota Trail, but still kind of a bit more adventurous to make up for that. Yeah, there's a bit of, you know, scrambly kind of bits. Um, and you know, A little the, more hands-on. Yeah, and the coastline is, is cool. Um, there's a photo of Mushroom Rock that I've taken that has been ripped off Many times by many tourism organizations, sometimes with sometimes asking me, sometimes not asking me. And yeah, it's, it's a nice, it's a surprising walk because you don't expect it. You know, it, it's like 3.6 Ks or something. You think, ah, this is not going to be much of anything. Mm. But there's, you know, you go up some of these coastal gorges that are there and there's those formations with the, they look like. It's like, like with the, the worms. Yeah. The ancient worm kind of I was gonna say carvings but the natural kind of I don't know you can see where they moved and yeah were worms <laughs> yeah I think I think they were they were like little tunnels that they used to live in oh. um, and it's it's cool and you can see a lot of how basically the way Calbarri operates now the water that as it comes out of the Murchison it basically f- creates these layers of sand and then that becomes rock and you can see that and how that happened millions of years ago in the Mushroom Rock area. Yeah. I think it's Mushroom Rock. It's been eroded 
um, on all sides around and then it's kind of like a platform on top. So it looks like a... Mm. What a, kind of mushroom? Like porcini, Swiss brown? It, it, you know what? It, to me, it looks like... Um, <laughs> this is going to be really nerdy. It looks like the saucer section of the Enterprise B or the Excelsior class, <laughs> the Excelsior class yes, Enterprise. Yes, this is very nerdy. Yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like to me. I don't understand that reference. No one will. I was get waiting that for a for mushroom Trek, <laughs> for Trek. Fans. I thought you were going to come up with a nerdy mushroom reference. Yeah. But no, sorry. Back to your foodie days or something. Nah, it reminds me more of uh, the Excelsior class starships. So that's one for the Trekkie fans. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, we'll leave that one there. <laughs> yes, I think we'll uh, move on from that now. Yeah, so we now come to what, when people discuss Calbarry, the major kind of Instagram um, location that everyone mentions or wants to be photographed at is... Um, the window. Nature's window. Um, but there is actually a walk trail around there, which you guys did. Yeah. So this is one that was on my bucket list for a long time. And it's called The Loop. And there's a section of the river where it basically does this loop where it doesn't really do a full loop. It just kind of goes off this way and then turns back on itself. And so it there's a narrow sort of, I guess, ledge that's between the two. Mm. And then there's a kind of, I guess, an island in between the two places. And as a result, there's this walk that kind of follows follows that area. Mm. So definitely worth checking out if you're there just for nature's window. Yeah, and it, it is one of Trails WA's top trails. I don't think it's the best trail there, but it's it's a good one that I think is accessible to most people. Yeah, lots of families, I think, would really enjoy this one. Being not too long, not too kind of difficult in terms of kind of the terrain. Mm. However, still a bit hands-on, which kids have no problem with mm. we actually saw a family there when we were walking it which was and it was quite nice to see people there kind of abiding by kind of recommended walking times being really early in the morning um it got quite hot i think we were there in a kind of october I think yeah was, so yeah. heading down in heading into spring um and already the the temperatures walking down into the gorge we're quite warm and we got up there I think for sunrise mm-hmm. and like walking through there even then it was definitely starting to get sunny and hot a lot of flies <laughs> yeah. very uncomfortable yeah that's yeah. where we wish we had a brought our head the fly net for yeah. our heads yeah yep something I guess that that's probably a really important point to make is that people have died in Calbarry and a lot of the times it's due to the heat mm. people underestimate how hot it is and if it's twenty, you know, if it's twenty-four degrees in town, it will exceed thirty degrees in the gorge. So it's always much hotter in there because it's just like an oven, basically. You mm. know, the rocks just get hot, and so I think if you're gonna go walking here, it is best to do it in the cooler months and bring lots of water. Yes, just in case and proper footwear. Yeah, because you are going up and down these ledges that crumbly rocks and without proper shoes with grip. You're not going to, and you just don't know what could happen. And yeah. You just don't want to make that risk. And there is a blog somewhere online I saw of someone who walked this in hot weather where the glue in their shoes melted. So have quality <laughs> shoes because it really does make a difference. Yeah. So not one to do in the thongs then. 
No. 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 Save that for the beach. <laughs> yeah. Um, and kind of what distance are we talking about if you are planning a trip? I think this is also in the 7K region, yeah. either, either 7 or 9, but it's, yeah, under 10 for sure. Yeah. So if you're starting at sunrise, it's going to get hot if you're on that trail. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is a photogenic trail, so if you're taking your time and enjoying it, you know, you will yeah. be there for a while. If you want to go on the blog and do a Where's Wally, you can find a really good photo of me that Don likes to reminisce and laugh at, where I look, I'm like, I didn't realize I was having a photo taken of me, and I was just looking off into the distance and enjoying the scenery, but I do look a little bit of a... Doofus? Yes. <laughs> I look like Got I'm... Face on. Uh, yeah, I'm not thinking about really deep thoughts i'm clearly talking like thinking about uh i look like a simpleton if we're gonna put it (laughs) in plain words (laughs) Uh, and don likes to laugh at it um which is fine because i also found it very funny it probably didn't help that the same day that i did that hike you dropped me off i looked at the op shop and you came and picked me up and i was waiting outside looking mindlessly up at the sky at birds and you thought I was you didn't know what I was looking at you said I looked I looked again like a simpleton so it just seemed to be a theme of the day but uh, you can enjoy that on the blog have fun Mm, we may even post it on Instagram (laughs) that's fine fine. I've got enough photos online now with the blog that I've I've I have no dignity. I won't be that mean. <laughs> we'll get we'll get done the traffic. Go and look on the the website. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on, we've got the Zed Bend Nature Trail, which is a lot more gorgeous and a bit more adventurous. I think you described this as Indiana Jones style of hiking. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, this cool bit. So it's it's not much of a trail. It's like three Ks, which doesn't sound like much at all, but it's three Ks that are perfect if you like adventure and rugged kind of hiking yeah so (laughs) we probably need to avoid that for copyright okay sorry (laughs) um but in in the gorge there you basically descend a side gorge into the murchison river and it is awesome because straight away it's you know you're coming down this this um sandstone rock and then you climb down ladders. There's a bit where you go through like a, a narrow slot canyon. And so, yeah, if you enjoy adventure and rugged scenery, it's a really great spot. And it there's not much to it. It takes you to the river and the views are cool. It's more of the experience of the climbing down the rocks and yeah, going through the little tiny tunnels, yeah, so to speak. So it's kind of like Karajini, but not as far from Perth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it gave us a bit of a taster for the walk that is my favourite walk. Well, yeah. one of my favourite walks in Western Australia, which is that from that car park is another walk called the Four Ways Trail. And the Four Ways Trail goes that way. And then the Zed Bend goes in a completely different direction. But there's a section of river in between there. And the the river itself is part of a trail called the River Gorge Hike. And I thought, I wonder if you could just walk between the two and you could do like a, a real loop walk through the gorges. And that walk 
is one of my favourite walks in Western Australia. Mm. Would you agree, Alyssa? Was this a very enjoyable walk for you? Um, it depends on what part you focus on. Uh, it's quite a. It's sorry. It's unmarked. It's a. You're walking through without. It's a choose your own adventure, and the adventure I chose was to swim. So less of a hike and more <laughs> <laughs> because we we start flight. yeah we started hike we started the walk we did the, obviously the four ways section got down to the gorge, and then it was basically scrambling over and down and up and through all the different parts of the kind of rock ledges. And we kind of just got to this section where we just no matter which way we went we couldn't find a ver- a, a version of getting through that wasn't climbing up a steep vertical rock face. Or walking around this tiny little hairpin bend, which you tried and went, uh, I said, I, you're I, like, I could do it, but I don't think you can do it. Yeah, and then there's no point. Because I've, yeah. I've got a fear of heights and I'm not great with, I, I have scrambled and I can do it, but I don't love it. Um, the other option was there was the water down the bottom and we're like, let's, let's just jump in. So the plan from then on had been mostly let's swim and it was so lovely mm. it was really gorgeous it lucky it was nice and warm day and the water was nice and cool and our packs um uh lucky we had put our all our gear in these um waterproof waterproof bags. pack bags inside which also were acted like little float- floaties so our pack kind of like floated up around like so our shoulders were kind of like up with our little pack behind us we just kind of like doggy paddled through and it just was it was that from then onwards it was a dream Mm. i loved it and you're not swimming the whole way i mean no it's just bits where it becomes near impossible or it's a difficult scramble yeah and i think that in a lot of ways that's just the best way to do it is when you get to the water I mean, ideally, we talked about this, having a tube would be even better. Yep. If we were to do it again, we'd probably bring some floaty device, a little, like, kick pull, like, um, a little board that you could hold onto, maybe, like, like the little kids at swimming practice yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> Something that would help, like, a little extra floaty device would be mm-hmm. helpful. Or just float down on, like, a, no- a pool noodle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect. It'd be like, yeah, Can you imagine walking down cruise, yeah. <laughs> with, like, a giant pool noodle? Yeah. yeah. And this, I mean, this is very much, like, in in the, the Blue Mountains in New South Wales, this is very much what they do. They go to these gorges and they, I mean, they call them canyons, but then they just float through sections, and that's mm. just part of how it's done. Yes, there's, pro- you know, there's abseiling as well involved. There's no abseiling here yeah. that you need to do. Um, but that's just how it is. Whereas I guess in WA, we're not used to that as being a, a thing. Mm. Mm. And there were definitely sections where you, we could have exited the water and jumped up and tried again going up and down and through. Mm. I know I had elected to keep swimming <laughs> and you maybe slightly begrudgingly kept with me. Mm. <laughs> um, I think you would have preferred to have jumped up and done a bit more scrambling. And then we could, like you said, you could see sections where there was, there was a, there's a, is a section where there's a bit of rope Yeah, that can help pull you up to get kind of a, above and on a top, um, the gorge mm. above near where a lot of rock climbers. Yeah. There's a kind lot of, of rock are. climbers. And we did, we saw quite a few rock climbers, yeah. but then it was beautiful sections where you got out of the water and you're kind of just walking on the lower shelves mm. through and it's still beautiful and kind yeah. of. And a lot of the sections I think that we saw there were bits that 
you know, very few people see. And yet, I think if you ask the rangers, they'll say that's the best part of the park. Mm. And yeah, it was it was a phenomenal walk. And, you know, it, the fact that it, it doesn't really exist as a walk is a bit of a shame. Um, I can see why, because it's a bit dangerous. It's a bit of route, um, you know, decision making that's involved. Mm. But, you know, I think that the four ways to Zed Bend Loop is a fantastic walk to do. I remember we kept making jokes about, oh, it's just the, the Zed Bend exits just around the corner. It's just around the corner. And then, yeah. like, we'd turn another corner and then we're like, ah, it's just around this corner, surely. Yeah. Well, it was like there was the bend itself is more like a two bend rather than a Z bend. Mm. So it kind of turns. And you think that you're getting to the end, but it's not the end. And am I right in thinking that this section can actually be turned into a multi-day hike? Yeah, so you can walk from... The I think it's the Hawk's Head, or there's um, it's named after like a, a, a teacher. Yeah, mm. you can you can start at that end of the of the gorge and then finish at the loop, and that can be done as a multi day. I think it's like a four day hike through the gorge, um, and that's that's an option. I think this is something that I think Mark and I have talked about as as an area where I reckon they could do something really cool here because it's an experience that you don't have in WA and it's one that I think is worthy of having maybe an iconic walk there where you could maybe build campsites that are just out of the gorge because it, it's not a big deal to have to walk out to a campsite if the facilities are good and then you can keep the you know keep the pollution out of the the gorge so I think you know at the moment they, there's not really any plans to develop it and I think the fact that they found some, I think it's black flank wallabies in the gorge where they thought they were extinct. So because of that, it, it's a bit environmentally sensitive. Yeah, mm. I don't think the EPA is going to improve that one. No. And there's also the danger of people doing it at the wrong time. That's right. Running yeah. out of water. Also having water in the area as well. Yeah. I think issue. it is the kind of thing that if you were to do it even as it stands, you'd probably want to tell the ranger. Yeah. And Definitely. have that have their number as a backup and Yeah, mm. you have to. Yeah. If you're gonna do a multi day in the park, you have to give information to the ranger. That's an important point actually. Mm. Um, it's a shame because it's one of those things that I think if, if people did the right thing all the time, we could have it, but we can't have nice things because people don't do the right thing all the time. Yes, 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 yes. Um, anything else that makes this particular walk stand out for you as one of your best in WA? Just the fact that it's 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 basically, I think, perfect from start to finish, that there's just so many great moments throughout. And whether it's swimming or scrambling through the gorge, there's just a lot of cool things there that this is one of the first walks that I had done upon coming home from Queensland and I was dreading in a sense coming home because the walks in Queensland are so good and this was just as good as that it was just as good as doing Tarn Shelf in Tasmania or doing the you know the walks in Lamington and Springbrook in Queensland so it it certainly was a nice homecoming to have this this great walk to do mm. So that's pretty much the walking that you guys have covered in Kalbarra. You know, obviously being up there a few times, you've had a chance to look around and stay in a few places. Where would you guys recommend to stay and also other activities to do while you're in the area? Um, in terms of staying, I think we've always stayed at the same resort. Um, I can't Cal quite remember the name of it. Is it Kalbarra Beach Resort? I know it looks like a Ken Don 
Is it Kendon? Kendon. Kendon painting. Like the sign is really like Aussie. It's a bit. It's a slightly old school and naff like looking. Cartoon is there a koala. Oh no! It's like cartoon koalas and boomerangs. Ah, and, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's definitely kind of had its heyday in the late eighties. But it's a nice but, place to but stay. Clean and great, and there's actually quite a few resorts I think like that. So I think if you were to hit up like Bookings.com or something like that, yeah, you'd easily find some good spots. Yeah. But um, sadly, I wouldn't know much more than that. Yeah, that's just where but, we um, always stay. Yeah. We, we stayed there once. We enjoyed it and just kept coming yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think we've seen a couple of the other sites. The one of the times we went, it was raining, um, so we were kind of a bit short on what to do. But I think we checked out the bird park, which was amazing. Yeah, and so a bit many creepy. Yeah, there's a there's a nice um, cockatoo there that can speak, but it it creepily can whispers. Give us the impression. You can do it, Don. So you walk past it and you th- we tried to get it to talk and we we're like, oh, maybe this one doesn't, this one doesn't talk. But just as we were about to leave, it whispered Hello. and we were like shivered <laughs> and thought that's going to haunt us tonight. Yeah. It sounded <laughs> like the satanic goat from the witch movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and if you're not into uh, creepy birds, what else can you do? Uh, there's the pelican feeding, which is down by the river mouth opening mm-hmm. of the Murchison. Um, always popular. There's lots of beautiful beaches to walk down. Sometimes they've got uh, markets and things that yeah. we've seen when we were down there. Um, Blue Holes, which is the snorkeling spot. Yep. It's really good. So there's uh, basically the, the, the sandstone ledges underwater where they've created these pools. So the water is a bit rough in Calvary. But yet, this area there, it, yes, the water does come in, but it, the visibility is good. It's relatively safe, and a lot of tropical fish. It was it's really cool because you get a mix of fish that you might see in somewhere like Rotnest, mm. but also some of the fish that you see in Exmouth. So you get this nice blend of the two sort of species. Mm. Yeah. Nice. All right. So that is Calbarry. If you're thinking about a trip, we're coming up to the best time of year to get up there yeah for sure it's a nice road trip if you have the time to kind of really go down the coast there's like Nambung National Park with mm-hmm. Pinnacles and Cervantes there's Lisieux which has yep. some really good wildflowers um, if you you know if this there's is probably more there. like yeah September October if you could do the the walks in Lisieux they're really good yeah so lots of biodiversity in Lisieux isn't there to yeah. explore yeah I, I don't think it's quite Fitzgerald River but it's pretty good you got Durian Bay with all the beautiful beaches and sea lions. <laughs> yeah. And the pie shop there. Yep. And the Pink Lake, which is in Horrocks, um, which is, you know, a very photogenic place and often oft photographed with drones. Oft Instagrammed. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There's there's a few other things to do, which it's good because you can do things on the way up or on the way down if you've got the time. Mm. And, Geraldton. Yeah, we always find something to do, and Geraldton's kind of cool. Got some good nightlife. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Ooh. We'll save, yeah. that, save that for another podcast. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, if you're thinking about going to Calbarry, then start planning now, and Don has a great uh, website with all of these walks on, so we'll be posting links to where you can find that and look at all the pictures so you know what's happening up there. And thanks, Alyssa, for coming in. No problem. Thank you, everyone, for listening. 
And if you had any questions about this or any other pod, or had any suggestions for any future episodes, please email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying this pod and any of the other episodes, please give us a rating on iTunes, Podbean, or whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks.